Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 230, episode one of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Monday, March 28th, 2022, which of course means it is National Something on a Stick Day. Yep. Nope. See, my dog likes that. Sounds like a Midwestern person saying shit on a stick or something like that it sounds like a cleaned a cleaned up version you know it's a a bit of a something on a stick situation right 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 i think this is more of a like maybe hot dog on a stick corn dogs celebrating things on a stick i think Mm -hmm. well i mean that's all these popsicles yeah kebabs you know yakitori for all my japanese people out there you know what i mean got it all I, 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 every day for me is National Something on a Stick Appreciation Day, but it, great, great to have a time that we can stop, drop what we're doing, mm-hmm. take a day off work, and yep. just think about things on a stick. Uh, it's also National Weed Appreciation Day. Yep. But and not the, the one I'm thinking of. So we can. Oh, it's what, appreciation of weeds like, like the in your weeds garden? That, yes. And pr- we can eat them and they can be used and they're not just. And I'm like, okay, sure. They knew I'm what not. they were doing when, when they titled that, though. Come yeah, on. but come on, three twenty-eight. That do, that doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> like a weed. That, yo, it's three twenty-eight. <laughs> fucking go grab a pack of fucking backwoods. Let's go. All right. Well, happy weed appreciation day. Yeah, but Shout not the weeds, one you were man. thinking of. To yeah. you, Miles. My name's Jack O'Brien, aka Don't Listen to Basketball. 
podcast less it's mad boosties hosted by jack and miles mm. we know that you wanna know which coach still drinks suicides <laughs> and talk them huge early odds hoops that's mm. courtesy of christy amaguchi man collabo with billy g billy g on the and logo yeah yeah oh you'll see that soon enough shout out to our forthcoming you know, possibly. We, we don't know when it's coming out quite yet, but yeah. it should be in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, NBA yeah. podcast. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. That means we can jump high. I'm just putting it out there. Why would the people, NBA? Why would the NBA agree to do a show that's called that unless they said, "Well, we can obviously we we've verified the veracity of this." Yeah, point. yeah. That that guy looks like he can get net still and once got rim in high school so yeah shout out shout out to christy yamaguchi man also giving us a a marketing strategy that i like which is not just promoting our show but letting people know that they're not allowed to listen to other basketball podcasts they (laughs) all suck be loyal yeah be loyal okay (laughs) all right well i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles gray when i walk up in the club all eyes on me. I'm with the Zyke Gang crew, Tahitian no knee. We like yogurt, cover raisins. We came to Zyke Raw, everybody is on. Acidophilus, 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 everybody. Okay, Whoa. that was my little John. Had to go. Had to go into my little John bag right there. Shout out to Nicole. Adrienne, I really francophone that one uh, on the Discord because, yeah, we take shots of acidophilus around here. We That's like to right. check our gut health. You know what I mean? Mm. So, and also, uh, what's it called? LMFAO, right? That's who did that one. Oh, with Lil John. Okay. The, it's weird because that the flow of those lyrics sound the same in my mind rhythmically. They're the same as sexy and you know it. When I, when I walk in the club, all eyes on me. I'm in the Zygian crew, Tahitian no need. The cadence is very similar, and I don't mm. know LMFAO songs too much, so I was really struggling with that one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. I could hear the beat thumping from my days. It, now, it brought you- me back to my... It was actually so good that it brought me back to my days of the club, uh, and <laughs> I it was it was uncomfortable. You know, Yo, those wait, were dark times. What were you doing at the club? Oh, man. What wasn't I doing at the club? Jack, we got to go man. to the club, man. Yeah. Should we just do that just to shock ourselves, just to get back in like the zeit- like just to see what what the culture's about? We go to Vegas for one weekend, stone cold sober, just with pen and pad, and just taking notes the whole time. Be like, and this doing is what like happened. crime room sketch artist work on people <laughs> <laughs> like in the back. They're like, mm. like I I occasionally, very rarely will like go to a party or you know be at a you know club like event. And the the culture doesn't uh, evolve as much as I mm. I don't know I guess it depends on what kind of clubs you're at. And... It's just the flex material evolves, right? You know, right. like I was like I was partying pre Sparkler era. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like if you usually just like yo, we got to get a bottle because we got to sit down, and then now it's like you got to get a bottle because it's a pyrotechnic show, and they will waste champagne out of like a cannon, and that's the part I think that's where it's sort of leveling up. But anyway, yeah. I only know about the sprinkler or the uh, sparklers because I think John Wick kills somebody with a bottle of champagne <laughs> with a sparkler in it, and 
I am old as fuck. And then you're like, see, I don't need to go to the club. I just saw that John <laughs> I Wick get scene. This. I get it. <laughs> Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat yes. by a hilarious stand-up comedian, actor, and writer who has a very funny stand-up album that just dropped. Welcome yeah. back to the show, Irene Too. Irene! What's up? I can't do a fun song or a rap. I didn't know that that's what you guys were doing. I yeah. know. No, it's we okay. just do it to, yeah. you know, um, uh, humiliate ourselves before the guests so that you know that we are ridiculous <laughs> no, was, human beings. No, it was impressive. You don't have to. <laughs> just to put the bar on the ground so then everyone knows. <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs> See, this is going to be a fun show. We started off with that. So yeah. we're only going up. We were just talking last time you were on. Seems like a, a long time ago to the point that I didn't even remember. But the... You know, we don't always talk about like what people talked about last time, but last time you were on was Dogface 420 taking the world by storm with that yeah. dream skating video. Yeah, yeah the, the cranberry juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What a what a what a time. You you could have told me that was four years ago. It felt like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty. When I see it referenced now, I'm like, that thing from two thousand eight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like in my mind. Yeah. But anyways, the, doing this podcast is great because it gives you it gives you a little preview of what it's going to be like, or it gives me a little preview of what it's going to be like for me to have dementia, because it, it's all just dropped into a pool of thousands of hours of podcasting. <laughs> but uh, time is indeed a flat circle. How, mm -hmm. how have you been since we last spoke? Good. I mean, that was, I think, peak pandemic, and then just started doing stand-up again once that opened up and then i recorded this album and now it's out and i don't know what to do next so <laughs> yeah yeah wait uh when did when and where did you record the album i recorded it november 2021 at the punchline in san francisco oh yeah that's, that's called nice. we're done now yeah we're done now yeah so go go check it out yeah super funny we're just talking about <laughs> some of the bits i was listening to was really enjoying it Thank you. And thank we you. don't do the thing where we just queue up a bit from you and we're like, you were saying to us before we started recording that something about sex. Something about boring sex. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. We got to talk about Jenny Thomas, uh -oh. that shit that dropped at, at the end of last week. Yeah. Yeah. She's just full-blown Q-brained. Boomer lady. Yeah, and and has at least, you know, it, it would seem influenced one decision by the Supreme Court, which was whether to release these documents that we're uh, now getting to read. So, I don't know. But there was a lot of talk as Trump was trying to overthrow the election that, like, but the Supreme Court's there, and even though they're a bunch of conservatives, they're still... You know, they still got it. The Supreme mm -hmm. Court, they're going to they're going to hold it down. And man, it's wild to read. So so we'll get into that. Why? What what the wildness is. We're going to talk about Madison Cawthorn and the Colonel Sanders biopic that is coming our way eventually. Oh. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Irene, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? I Googled uh, French laundry. Mm. The restaurant. Uh, the restaurant, yes. Thomas I don't Kellogg. I don't Google like, you know, when you do questions where like, what is like the height of a bird or something? I don't do that. I just right. type height in of a bird. I don't <laughs> You know how people ask like questions like that? 
Right. <laughs> or like, who is this person? I just type I just type in the thing and I assume it knows enough. It knows what I want. So I just right, typed right, in right. French laundry. I was, trying to, uh, I was trying to go. You a bit of a foodie? Yeah, I'm a bit of a foodie. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh it's also my birthday next month, so oh, I want to eat. Yeah. And I've yeah. always wanted to go to French laundry, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen unless somebody can get me in. Okay, look, Zeitgang, restaurant restaurateur Zeitgang. Where is it in Yountville? How do you say that place? Yountville, yeah, I think it's like Yountville, Yountville. Yeah, Yountville. Okay, I thought it was in San Francisco. No, it's like in like Napa Valley area. Yeah, it's just oh, outside. That's what remember. That's where Gavin Gavin went during the, I the, love the pandemic. Napa. Oh, oh yeah, simply must go to Napa for a weekend. You truly must. I mean, the similarities <laughs> between there and Tuscany are actually there. You don't know where you are sometimes. Mm. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is where Gavin Newsom got in trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 They're like, you're eating at one of the best restaurants in the state. (laughs) But that's how you know it's got to be good. Like, he almost, like, lost his job over this meal. (laughs) So I'm like, I got to go. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's what are the like? What kind of what is it about food that you enjoy? I love food as well. So what is it about food? what is it about food? Because well, you know everyone, you know some Guys. people love the presentation. They like to go out to eat. There's just like certain things. But what is aside from the nourishment? Yeah. I'm really a food on a stick food. man myself. <laughs> but yeah, presentation's cool. But for me, it's all about the the, the taste and the texture. Right. Yeah, mm, right. I want to taste the original ingredients. Oh, you know, wow. Like I want okay. like a nice cut of steak you know you know what i mean right. like i don't need you to slab it with crazy spices sauces, and sauces right. i want like what it actually is right 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 oh okay so the qua it's about really the quality yes. of the ingredients shining through mm-hmm. the dishes okay mm. yeah for me it's just having a bite and you go oh my god and that happens Miles in just fell out ways. a little bit yeah i just it's that's that's the dragon eye chase when i go to eat is just those those bites you have and you're like they've done it They've done it. Yeah, if I want to like order another of the thing that I ate, that's yeah. how that's how you know. You did yeah, you watch yeah, that yeah. SpongeBob episode where um SpongeBob has a Krabby Patty? Oh no, no, the like the King Poseidon or whatever. I can't remember what his name is, but he has like a Krabby Patty for the first time and it's so good he needs to eat it again, so he spits it out and like eats it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I would yeah, I might try some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, but something about like the understanding of, oh, this, these are the ingredients. That is what that thing tastes like. Because like, if it's just taste and texture, I'm good with Taco Bell, but I don't, part of the charm of Taco Bell is the complete absence of any sense that this has come from like any natural ingredient (laughs) at all ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the wonder of science. That's interesting to me that you you like to to be able to like have a sense. I mean, it's not. I I feel like a lot of people are like that. I guess it's just something I I lack. Mm. By the way, the average height of a robin bird fourteen <laughs> centimeters. In oh, case anyone okay. was curious, like I was after you said that, and I did not google it as a question i just said height of bird height see of bird. that's that's what i do i'm like i never do yeah. the questions but people love to type it in like as if you're asking a person google has no option you're not asking google whether they would like to to answer that question for you you just say <laughs> google do your job height give of me bird. this information bring it all right well zeitgang we need we need a french laundry reservation stat 
reach out to Irene. Irene, where what what's your uh, social media handle? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Irene underscore two. That's T U. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, send me that French laundry reservation. Yeah, please. Yeah. Or something comparable, you know, you never know. Someone yeah. might come through with something. They're like, you like, like actually, this up is the street. That's true. I'm good. open. It doesn't have to be yeah. French laundry. Yeah. Bouchon's, Bouchon's fine. You know what I mean? We're not going to be picky. For sure. I'll eat that. I'll <laughs> eat that chicken liver mousse. You know what I mean? All right. What is something you think is overrated? Ooh, something I think is overrated is uh, Impossible Burgers. Okay. Now, didn't mean to make this all about food, but I guess it no, was just on fine. my mind. I love it. You've expressed your meat eating affinity, yes, twice now. Yeah. So you're you're out on Impossible Burgers in particular. Hey, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying the the hype is too much. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're like it's just like a regular burger; it bleeds, you know. And I'm like, no, that's that's, that's not juice. it. Yeah, that's that's not it. <laughs> that's not real blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I'm looking for, I there is like the when I pan fry it with a lot of salt and I treat it like a like just a grimy burger. That's the that's like the best iteration I've had of it. Or at that restaurant Crossroads in L.A., they do these like miles these, into high school. <laughs> <laughs> this is the place that Travis are you Bar- going Travis there Barker's to eat vegan spot on Melrose? <laughs> oh, they have, oh, okay, got they it. have these like meat cigars that they call them. Really interesting name. But Ugh. it's it's really like a fried like spring roll almost like sort of like in a sort of light phyllo ish kind of wrapping that's fried and the the filling in that with impossible I damn near thought it was meat so you know at times at times it can be tricky but okay. if you're if you're a beef patty purist then yeah I don't think really anything it's just quite. the textures off you know mm. Mm. I agree that if I'm coming from like meat uh, eating meat to that. And people are like, this is just as good. I, it's overrated. The times that I understand the hype is when I eat what used to pass for a veggie burger and then have one of those. It's like that that leap. It definitely is a leap in terms of unless I don't know. So some people like the like dried out husk of. <laughs> yeah, vegetables. that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. And like dried black beans. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, meat meat cigar is that what it? I think that? that's what it's called. Because I remember even looking on the menu, I'm like, this is the best y'all could do with this. That is, yeah, that's weird, unacceptable. That has to be like some weird, like fucking weird euphemistic term. Like, yeah, like smoking that on a like meat a cigar? virgin talking about a penis. Like, that's, <laughs> right? Yeah, they may have changed it. I don't know. And maybe maybe I just made it up in my mind, and I'm like, what are these meat cigars? <laughs> but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. It was the name. Came from your virgin mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what is, uh, what's something you think is underrated? People who are not on social media. I'm so jealous. Yeah. What? Must you have friends like that? Be? Not many. I have one friend who is, knows nothing of Facebook, Ugh. Instagram, or Twitter. I'm and so jealous. He just walks his dog. Does is it Truman thing. from the Truman Show? How do they no, know? No, no, my boy Jono. He's just, he's just like, he's so, he's like one of these people who absolutely just never, it never enticed him. Even like when Facebook was out, oh, he's okay. like, I don't know. I don't really want to hook up a camera to a computer to upload an image of myself to post as my profile. Does he even have that, a computer? Yeah, he's got a computer. He got an old ass iMac from 2010. Damn. 
he's just one of these like I don't know simpler. But I definitely I'm jealous of him because he he knows nothing of like the ills of social media. Truly, mm. yeah, it, like never makes me feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what like that's not a that's not a thing that would get in the way of your ability to function like really at all, right? Like, right. It, are mean, there? It's tough because like you know we we're like in entertainment, so it's hard to like right. get the word out if you're not posting that's the about one it. Thing. Right. Right. It's like guaranteed eyeballs on something uh, when you can tweet something or whatever. But even if it's just your own eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> just like, hmm, I guess I am doing that show yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Super producer Trisha dropped all her social media, said it was a great decision. So good yeah. for you. Good for you. I'm emotionally impressed. healthy person that we work with. There, there was a like time in the early aughts where it was cool to be like, I don't watch TV, and I feel like right. that time has passed. But maybe this is the new I don't watch TV or I don't even own a TV. Is like I don't no, I don't have Twitter. What? Right. Yeah, I feel yeah. like right now it's just really popular to be like on TikTok or like TikTok famous. Like that's the thing right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna come back around where it's like, no, I don't have any of that. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, please, please come, please make it soon. So I, I feel stop. like a a veritable Jono when it comes to TikTok. <laughs> I'm just on the on the outside, uh, walking my dog, hearing every once in a while when I pass an open window, somebody you see this? producer you see Becca this? talking about <laughs> talking right. about uh, what's happening on TikTok. But for the most part, it. It feels I have similar thoughts on TikTok and video games that like they're getting so good at this that I I the time that I spent on it, like, you know, 45 minutes went by too quickly. And I was like, oh, that's that's not good. I feel like I'm Adam Sandler and click here like that was just I I could turn around in 10 years and just have a beard and a like thousands of hours of TikTok to show for it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's my fear. It's just like, I'm like, oh, wow, what did I do with my life? Just wasted it staring at my phone. Right. Yeah. I've I've become best friends with the, the videos on TikTok. It's like, hey, 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 scrolling for like three hours straight. You want to knock it off? Maybe talk to your family. And I'm like, <laughs> like shut up. Care we'll about keep the me. videos coming. It's <laughs> the most caring thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> that's the person who cares about me most is that <laughs> dynamically inserted algorithmic video that says, hey, 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 you're using the app too long. But like it for me, I don't feel like the only references I miss. It, like, I think there's maybe a computerized like voice that does like voiceovers or some shit on TikTok. And like, <laughs> People make fun of that, and I'm like, all right, like, I don't get that. But for the most part, like, I don't feel like I'm missing that much mm. shit. I feel like th- that's funny that that's the, the one thing that you are that's like, the oh, only TikTok on aesthetic. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the people are all just feel, I don't know. Like, they're just, like, dancing and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just an ocean of, like, different undifferentiated faces of young people who dance and i don't know I, that is not something that i would be talking about anyways you know oh, jack man i gotta i gotta come over i'll throw my tiktok up on your tv and i'll show you what the algorithm's giving me that's some <laughs> some why it, it thinks i'm a basketball like loving narco obsessed like chef like i get it dancing you're no- those things well, because the because it starts feeding you stuff based on like kind of videos you watch yeah. more of, and it I'm thinks like those, I'm that's not Spanish that speaking. I'm, 
I'm a Spanish speaking person obsessed with narcotics trafficking videos, <laughs> dancing, food, and you know, the the random thing here and there. But I like yeah. the the things you're like, it's the aesthetic that you're realizing. You're like, that's what's different. Like, why does everybody use this robot woman voice to narrate their videos? Yeah, it's that yeah. one or like the one with the accent that I see too. It's like this is what it looks like when you spend five bucks at Costco on a Wednesday. Like that's another automated voice. I haven't seen yeah, that one actually. Say. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I've heard that I made me vaguely curious. Be like, huh, they've got a new computerized voice, Robot voice voiceover huh? thing. Cool. All right. <laughs> let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire kardashian clan and if you're looking for steamy streams check out grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical caribbean island of grand cayman where the rich come to play but be warned it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long so come check out what's new on hulu this month it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on hulu I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And Jenny Thomas is, yeah, just very, very disturbing. Very disturbed. Yeah. This is Justice Clarence Thomas's wife. And, you know, she she has some very controversial things to say about the 2020 <laughs> election. Very nice and controversial <laughs> things. Some very uh, Q-brained, left the planet. Like long before we even realized, oh things yeah, to say she said, "My home planet needs me," and <laughs> dissolved into the air about five years ago. But yeah, she's been all over the news. You know, like initially, a lot of it was like, "Yo, she's a super active activist on like the far right." She has a lot of ties to the organizing of the January sixth rally. When people are like, "Ooh, that's a terrible fucking look." And then last time we talked about her, we were talking about this puff piece that she was in this conservative outlet where she was sort of like framing her involvement in all of this like insurrection shit is like, I was just a concerned American, you know, and like, and honestly, when it started popping off, I like wasn't feeling great. So I left. So I didn't get to like bash the Capitol police with a barricade and then steal something from Nancy Pelosi's office. I left at that point. And all of this information probably should have been enough for Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from any Supreme Court decision involving January 6th. But or just quit. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. It probably won't because, you know, the, he was the lone dissenter in the eight to one decision uh, to not shield Trump's documents from the January 6th committee. So huh. that means Amy Carmi Barnett, <laughs> Brett Carbonar, Carbonara, Brand. and fucking uh, Gorsuch, like all the Trump people, they were like, nah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> We're not that craven, but right. fucking Clarence Thomas did. And it, it would now might not we surprise know why. you. Yeah, because we start seeing Washington Post has these texts, right, from Ginny Thomas to the chief of staff of Trump's White House, Mark Meadows, who's, by the way, under investigation for voter fraud because he said he was living in a like a trailer in North Carolina that he actually didn't. So that's on his plate also. Oh, but just all, like straight up claimed to vote from a place like that kind of voter fraud? Yeah, they're like, you like live the in Virginia. High level. <laughs> no, yeah. And his wow. wife filled out the thing, like filling out papers that say, this is a felony if you if you like wrongfully, like if you fill this out incorrectly or misrepresent where you live. And they're like, yeah, don't worry. I'm white, honey. Watch me do this shit. Wow. And the one they, thing they, that they <laughs> accuse us of. They, right, exactly. Not the and one thing, but like. Chief of staff, yeah. right? And like tax fraud. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
So one of the so these texts come out right, and they're from again the wife of a Supreme Court justice to the chief of staff of the at the of the president on the day after the election. She texted Meadows a fucking link to this YouTube video from this guy who's you know this guy named Steve uh, Pachenik, and it says the Trump sting was CIA director Steve Pachenik, the biggest election story in history. QFS blockchain. She tweets this to Mark Meadows and says, quote, I hope this is true. Never heard anything like this before or even a hint of it. Possible watermarked ballots in over 12 states have been part of a huge Trump and military white hat sting operation in 12 key battleground states. Mm -hmm. Now, we've talked about this. We talked about this in the lead up to the election, right after the election, because this is the thing people were saying is that. Trump was actually putting working with the military to have these like watermarked ballots. So it would be clear that the fraud ballots that the Democrats were trying to use would be easily identified and could be pulled and would prove once and for all who the real cheaters are. That never happened. That wasn't true. But wait, that so that was a theory they had that Trump had done something or that the Democrats had like watermarked it with invisible ink. Yes, that was it. It involved decoder rings as well, like because it definitely (laughs) feels like some shit that my kids would be like making up as yeah. Like when you do the invisible ink, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. (laughs) Invisible ink, a paper fortune teller, and that's how you knew how to decode all this stuff. And first of all, that video is from a guy who's on. Infowars with Alex Jones constantly, who says stuff like Sandy Hook and the Vegas mass shooting were false flags. And like, so that's the universe where his Ginny Thomas is like, check out this guy's video, huh? This could wow. work, right? To overturn the election results we're seeing. This, ha- so you could tell from the beginning, all of her energy was in the, this result isn't real. We have to do everything we can to stop it. Then, if that wasn't weird enough, she texted this a few days later, quote, Biden crime family and ballot fraud co-conspirators, elected officials, bureaucrats, social media censorship mongers, fake stream media reporters, etc., are being arrested and detained for ballot fraud right now and over coming days and will be living in barges off Gitmo to face military tribunals for sedition. She sent that to To the fucking chief of staff? Yes. Yes. She Wouldn't went, he know that if that was happening? <laughs> the wild shit is, apparently they say the flow of the text is like, she. he didn't respond for like 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept being like, he was like, oh shit. Okay. Um, did she sure. hit him with the like question mark thing? And then like the exclamation like, hey, mark thing? did you thing? get this text? <laughs> did you get oh this? yeah, emphasize, emphasize. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Oh, just like nine uh, passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. That's not even passive. That's aggressive as fuck at that point. Yeah. So then if so, she goes down this whole thing again. She's sending this to the chief of staff, trying to get be like, pay attention to this stuff. She even was saying, like, you got to let the the crack in lawyer, Sidney Powell, who we remember, who was like that woman who was clearly called back to her home planet as well, based on how she was speaking in public, it was like, yeah, the everything's a fraud. And, she, you know, she lost every like nearly every decision. That's when she was submitting stuff to try and gum up the election results or tabulations every time she was losing and then been sanctioned since because they're like, you did all of this in such bad faith. Like, there's no way you could ever call yourself a lawyer. But yeah, every judge that right. she's gone in front of, like, including <laughs> the like just Trump ones. appointed ones. Yeah, the Trump appointed ones who might as well have a Confederate flag like behind their, you know, judge stand. Not bench, I think they're called. You can't just pump fake evidence in right. a trial. Yeah, like this is 
this is not like how reality works. So she said, in, so this text she sends to Meadows says, quote, sounds like Sydney and her team are getting inundated with evidence of fraud. Make a plan, release the Kraken and save us from the left taking America down. Boom. Boom. So it starts to make sense why Clarence Thomas may have been the lone dissenting <laughs> vote there or, or voice in that decision. Because, yeah, it's stuff like this that would come out. That is truly it's it's wild. And at the same time, it is to be expected because like this is just what the right is in, in the in modern America this is just yeah. completely detached from any version of reality that makes sense. Like 53 wrong turns later, you, you end up at the very beginning of like right. what the ideas their theory is based on. But plus side, great husband. Right? I mean, a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have caused some problems if yeah. he came home and she's like, oh, so you went 9-0? and oh? You went with all yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah. Really, Clarence? Really, Claire? He's like, I'm Claire. sorry, babe. It's just, it's a bridge too far for yeah, me. Yeah. Oh, you're sleeping on the couch. You're in the doghouse, Clarence. But yeah, it's, it, it is one of those things, too. You see how, again, their aims are quite literally to involve all three branches of government in trying to overturn the election on some level. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, this seems like, okay, this is obviously bridged too far. There will be pressure for him to step down. Maybe he steps down. Like, that is my pre, you know, 2016 thinking. Get, right. Getting You're in like, the way. Oh, he's done. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. this, is, this is just going to, like, if anything, I could see this being like, so... The left is like attacking the woke mobs, attacking Clarence Thomas, and like that. This like causes the right to like double down on like making sure Clarence Thomas doesn't oh, yeah. resign. And you, which know. was in the in or at least there were rumors that he was considering it at one point. Well, yeah, and let's not forget he's as of this recording. I believe we haven't heard anything about his condition since he went in the hospital. So as of this recording, actually, uh, this morning, which is days ago for our listeners, he was discharged from Washington, D.C. hospital Friday morning, a week after he was admitted for what court spokesperson oh. described as an infection. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. COVID-19. I'm going to tell a completely unrelated story to, to <laughs> okay. this. When I was a kid and I got caught. I think it was like I forgot a, an important homework assignment or like I, I fucked up in some way that like I knew I was in trouble with my mom and I came home and I was like, oh, my stomach. Oh, damn. I'm real sick. Like right. <laughs> because she didn't know yet and I knew it was going to come out. And then she was real worried about me. And then she was like, hey, I'm looking at your backpack and like that assignment that you we're supposed to like be working on is not here. And I was like, oh, damn, I think I forgot it. <laughs> she was like, is this why you're sick? <laughs> That's hilarious. No. That, I'm I just mean, he saying, could be doing that. I'm just saying <laughs> he knew this shit was about to drop. He's like, I got an infection. Ah, oh, oh, boy. Ah, uh oh, my guts. Get me or, out of here. I mean, there there is like I didn't feel great when I was claiming to feel sick because I knew some shit was coming down on me. Right. Like, you know, there's uh, there's a story the other day about the dude who that uh, song driver's license is about. Like he was hospitalized like after that song like hit and everyone was like, yo, fuck this dude. I mean, he's <laughs> a child, but like he was hospitalized with like heart failure for like a week. Wow. 
Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's, he's it's like just feeling guilty or like, you know, like the telltale heart kind of thing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope so. But yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, imagine if this was fucking Katanji Brown Jackson's partner. You know what I mean? What would have happened? Or even Sotomayor, any, any of the liberal justices, you know, like what would have happened if this kind of shit came out? And granted, there were some things about Ginsburg's husband, for sure. But in this instance, like, you know, Fox News would have a fucking meltdown. And you're like, and then like, it's funny when you watch on channels like MSNBC, people are like, well, you know, like, imagine what they would be doing right now. They would melt down if this was another justice. And it's like, well, this is pretty fucking big, too. But I think the problem is not that it's a problem is that what you're inevitably going to come up against is that the conservatives are going to say, oh, you're going after the one black conservative justice. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. And you're like, you, hold on. You're not Damn. about to do that when we saw you put up do that straight up racist circus with the confirmation hearings for, you know, Katanji Brown Jackson. Let's stop <laughs> this. But, you know, that's where they're going. And I and I was reading a few places where they're trying to really make sure that like Clarence Thomas is almost like has that appeal or that like mythos like Ruth Bader Ginsburg did for, you know, big D Democrats. Like they want they want people to feel like they're like, that's our guy. But yeah, I mean, I just went to Fox News just to like triple check that they aren't covering this at all. And the top story is unearthed emails. I was like, what? Make alarming revelation. What? Uh About CDC's COVID-19 school reopening guidance. So don't nothing to see here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny, though. They're like, you think those are some leaked documents? Well, hold on to your butts because we got one, too. Uh, They are unclear in their wording around reopening. Right. Scandal. <laughs> Scandal. All right. Should we talk about Madison Cawthorn? Just keep keep the streak alive of just absolute madness. Yeah. I mean, sure. All right. <laughs> madness abounds. Uh, madness luckily. truly abounds. Yeah. So so Madison Cawthorn is a turd, basically. What did he do this time? Well, I mean, there's been so many things. I mean, the last like six months, it's been like Recently, what he got popped for driving with a revoked license, like again, mm-hmm. you know, that that like thing came out about his marriage where it like lasted for like only a few months. And he was like introduced to her like a Russian casino, which many people were like, that's the shadiest thing I've ever heard of that you met your like six month wife, like a Russian at a Russian casino. What were you doing in Russia? And then he was in he, Russia just traveling with the boys, so, met some dude at a Russian casino. That dude then set him up to come down to a turn a competition i think it was a crossfit competition yes that a ended up competition. a crossfit competition <laughs> irene that ended up being fake what and <laughs> so this is like as he's telling so he like got married a year ago they're already getting divorced but he people were like so like tell us the story like young love it really gets butts in the seat and he was like he couldn't tell it in a way that made any sense other than, oh, you were being set up by like a Russian like intelligence service of some sort. Yeah, they like this dude who he met at a Russian casino was like, hey, 
come to Florida. I want you to compete in this CrossFit competition. He's like, I don't have the use of my legs. And the guy was like, it's okay. Just come down. The competition isn't real. <laughs> he said, just do the pull-up part. <laughs> just do the pull-up part. <laughs> That's what he told him. He came said, down. you can do the pull-up part. And like, as Madison Cawthorn tells, he's like, and then I came down and found out it wasn't even a real competition. He just wanted to get me down there to introduce me to my wife. And we've been together ever since. And it's true love. It's like, what? There was huh? a like intelligence cutout that was involved with like getting you to a fake competition to meet your current wife like that. You are being set up, dude. Also, like I've. If I was smarter, I'd be like, man, fuck y'all. You think you're just going to get me to go somewhere because you said CrossFit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, in that dossier they're building on him, they're like, I don't know. I think if we say go to Florida for a CrossFit thing, he'll be like, say less. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, that, in that sense, I'm like, you don't fucking know me, okay? Don't fuck with whatever. Fine. So that comes out. And the mo then I think one of the more recent things since the Russian invasion of Ukraine broke out, he's like, Zelensky's a thug. And I was like, what the fuck is I'm this sorry. guy going on Excuse about? Me, sir? So many people in North Carolina, I think, especially in those in his district, they see his priorities of being more about being in the spotlight than actually representing them in Congress. So I've, I'm sure he felt very relieved when he had the opportunity to glad hand in the district and pose with a gigantic check for $200,000 for his for his constituents, for his district, except this check comes from the bipartisan infrastructure bill that he voted against, but he's still trying to do a fucking victory lap. And luckily, some of the local press there isn't so enamored with him that they basically pressed him about his vote like as he was taking the picture. And I'm just going to play that clip because it's fucking awkward in the best way. Members of Congress had to do that, everything would be a lot better. <laughs> there we go. So he's sitting, he's got the check, camo hat, camo jacket. People are posing. Nope. So happy, he's got the congressional seal on So Congressman, did you vote for this appropriation or against it? This particular appropriation, we advocated for in the appropriations package, but I think the larger bill we voted against. Did you vote for it, though? As I just said, I think the larger bill we voted against. Okay, thank you. All right. All right, let's look here. <laughs> As I said, that. I think the larger bill, bill we voted against. <laughs> and then after after that, he smiles and gives the thumbs up for the picture. So <laughs> it's pretty great. Like, God, I wish, you know, this is the thing like th that I, you, you hope that there was some kind of legislation that's like, if you pose with a big ass check and you fucking voted against it. There has to be like some big red X or some shit on it. So you can't fucking claim a victory on that one and be like, you know, it says this asshole did fuck all for this money. And in fact, he would rather watch you starve if he could. Something like that, just to communicate to the people how, you know, duplicitous some of our congressional members can be. Also, Zeitgang, what is you can't cash one of those big checks, right? That's just a no. prop. Is that yeah, that's a actually, prop? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Zeitgang. Are you what are you, are you thinking of? Like, I'm just trying like to picture like, Happy Gilmore when he was throwing him in the trunk of his car yeah, after every golf tournament. Exactly. <laughs> I know that's what I'm thinking of. Because yeah. as a kid, I was like, "Damn, he's got a lot of big checks to cash." Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're ceremonial. I got it. Damn, uh, <laughs> it's just still a very funny thing to me. The idea of posing with a giant check. 
like especially like for a government like it, do do other politicians do that like pull out a massive check it feels like something from the world of sweepstakes like that yeah i was gonna say it feels like when you win something yeah like, like a you win the lottery okay and yeah. that go yeah. together. oh my god this is this is gonna blow your fucking mind it seems to be you know what the origin of the oversized check is this is after a cursory Google search, and I'm seeing it in a few places. So take this with a grain of salt. But they're saying the earliest archived photograph of an oversized check was taken in Berlin in 1938. Hey. The recipient is none other than old Joey Goebbels, hey. the Minister of Propaganda for the Third Reich. I mean, so awarded again 200,000 Deutschmarks for his service to the Nazi Party. Wow, wow, the parallels of standing with a 200k check. Uh, the, you you know, it. the right does love to say, hey, they had some good ideas, you know? So hey. that was one of them that they took. Yeah. Jesus. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about animal avatars on Zoom. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. 
big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And a story crossed your desk, Miles, that seems to have captivated your imagination. The, the Zoom has added animal avatars. Exactly. And, you know, I know this is a not a video podcast, but just to show everybody in the show, I will be doing this uh, segment as a panda with a hoodie on. Just waiting for that to kick in. And here we go. All right. So, uh, oh, my God. There, Zoom has updated their settings that you can now basically have a full on animal avatar that kind of tracks your face, kind of like the emojis do, like oh, on your yeah. iPhone, where like if I open my eyes big, my eyebrows go up. I can do one eyebrow. I can do the other eyebrow. I Whoa. Go, wow, hey. You got all the facial expressions there, except for arm movements. That's the one thing they don't track. And I don't know when I saw it, I was just kind of like, what, what the fuck is this for? Like at this point, but on the the Zoom blog, they say this kind of uh, avatar has helped really with pediatricians and telemedicine because then like a kid's like, oh, I'm getting medical advice from a horse. <laughs> I have personally, I have nothing but disrespect for you right now. As a cute animal, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this cute animal trying to tell me about the state of the modern world? But what med school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went to Bovine University and others have said, you know, like have pointed like, you know, maybe it's cool if you're not feeling like putting a bunch of energy into your appearance for a Zoom meeting, then you can just put on a rabbit face <laughs> or something. I get the telemedicine part, yeah. um, but the, this like the this will help Zoom uh, for work from home more fun part. I kind of have trouble with. Like I can't imagine working and then everyone in the work meeting is just a cartoon animal. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> I don't it, it would maybe make people's like criticisms a little bit easier to take if they're like, hey, we gotta talk about your job performance. And you're like, you're some kind of ferret. <laughs> but yeah, go off, please. Like let me know. I would love to see someone get fired, but by like a panda. Oh, right cowardly management who don't want to like look their staff in the eye when they have to deliver bad news They're like hey guys i know we're, there's been a lot of uh speculation about what's going to happen with health benefits uh and unfortunately as we look at our budgets going into the next fiscal year we're going to have to pull back on some of the health benefits okay easier to take if it's a bunny i feel like if i was having a normal business meeting with like the people you know like hr for instance, mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. somebody who's firing me and they were doing this, I would feel like I was getting fired by the people from your next, like the like people who the that's the horror movie with like all the animal masks. Right. Like the, Wait, yeah, did you guys I, watch that Netflix show where like people were dating, but they were wearing yes. they had all the makeup of like animals and stuff? Yes. And the mask? This is like, yes, that. right. And then you had to just maybe just and just determine based on their beast face whether or not they were worthy of love, which is funny because that show, everyone was like traditionally attractive once they took yes. off the beast face. And I was like, ah, and I, I will, I'll be honest. I thought the show was like going to be like a full on dating show or like they would have to like smash in their animal costumes, <laughs> but that wasn't the case. So 
a bit of a different show. Just look like a birthday card or a birthday cake plate after a kid is like eaten a like aerial birthday cake after <laughs> with, just like with with ice cream just smeared like right. green and blue. I don't know why I went into this visual, but that's what it made me think of people smashing in those caked on makeup things. I there, I don't know if there's like I don't know if other people feel this way, but the way we use Zoom so much, there is like this like undercurrent of like tragedy in the sense that I'm like, yeah, Zoom has helped obviously stay connected in this pandemic era, but it almost like reminds me that by using Zoom, like there's still it's not we're not quite at a place where we're like, oh yeah, let's all get back together. Well, obviously there is there's always going to inherently be risk involved, but like. It feels like I'm mourning a different time when I use Zoom all this all the time. And then mm. these feel like weird consolation prizes mapped on top of it. So I'm having like, I don't know, like I got really deep when I was just thinking about like what this meant. And I was like, ah, is do we need this? Maybe we do. Or am I just being like, I want the old way back? I feel like this will like thus far the only way I've encountered is you. And like an inherently good hearted person. And then the idea of a pediatrician doing it to like help a child. I feel like as long as it stays that like it's great, but I, I can just see the yeah, I, I just can't get the like business meeting where this is being used to like deliver, you know, soften the blow of, uh you know, people getting a pay cut, <laughs> like, you know, uh John Deere board meeting. And it's like right. they're, they all have like fun animal masks on while they're like, we got a scab on these workers. <laughs> Our COO and CFO are going to go and like work in the, you know, like I, I feel like that's just as likely use of it. And then it like becomes surreal and fucking dark like black mirror right. so i don't know irene what do you think when you see the you, can you can you picture yourself ever using this aside from just trying to make people laugh i can i see how funny it is because it shows you don't take anything seriously the second yeah, you go there i do but. think it's funny i will say the other thing i feel like it would be good in a bad way for like zoom bombers you know where you show up mm-hmm. as like a yeah you know that kind of thing it's like yeah they're hack, still hacking. out there yeah yeah. Zoom bombers are still out there, still getting something out of it. Uh, just coming in and being like, ah! <laughs> or yeah. maybe it's like a way to like virtual organize. Like, you know, you show up at protests, you're like supposed to wear like all black and like have like a ski mask on, whatever, right. just so they can't identify you. But right. now you're just like different animals. What happens when the bunny gang pulls up yeah. <laughs> on Zoom? Yeah, coordinate with the meeting. same Zoom av- avi with like the whole crew, and then they're just like looking back at like just a, a sea of bunny faces. Yeah, that'd be a funny eye. prank. Yeah. You invite someone to a Zoom call, everyone's a bunny, <laughs> and then they they're all like acting like this person's strange. Like, I think something's going on with your computer. Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> just like to fuck with someone. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a that'd perfect be a funny prank. prank. Yeah, for like your older relatives <laughs> to be like, I feel like my mom would lose it. Yeah. Like she would start yelling at me in Japanese and be like, what the, f- wh- what are you doing? Like, this is stupid. Like, bring your, put your face on. I feel like that's where this would head. Put your uh, face total on. confusion. So, yeah, use it to prank, I guess. Maybe and by put better. your face on, you mean she, she demands that you wear full makeup when yes. you're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Put your face on. I want to see my pretty boy. Exactly. And she said there better be SPF in that foundation. (laughs) Don't play around with your skin health. All right. I do want to talk about an upcoming movie or a movie project that is in development. 
So, you know, we got the story of the McDonald's founder. It was called The Founder, played by Michael Keaton. And he was just like basically a, a salesman with a hole in his soul who like just kept stuffing things down there and nothing would fill it up. He wasn't really the founder. He like bought the original McDonald's from like two guys who were just like, hey, we're the McDonald's brothers. We like, yeah, yeah, can yeah, make yeah. a good hamburger. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking eat you alive. And then like we tell that guy's story. <laughs> so uh, like on the continuum of like fast food chain founders stories that seem like they'd be- make for interesting movies. Colonel Sanders is like, you know, not not the worst, I guess. I also like he was a lifelong fuck up as a businessman. Like he just like he his life wa- was a lifetime of failure into his 60s. Just mm-hmm. kept fucking up, kept like, you know, losing all his money, opened a gas station and nobody would come to his gas station because there was a better gas station down the street. So he started selling <laughs> fried chicken at his gas station to give people a reason to come to his shell station. And it caught on. It was just like a complete accident, complete luck. Is that just he was like, hey, they have chicken at that filling stand. Yeah. All and, right. you know, if you tell it right, it could be a lesson in like how common uncommon successes in America, how like failure shouldn't define you, how the thing that ends up succeeding is rarely part of the plan. but. I, I don't have hu- huge hopes because it's the, like an adaptation of a book by his daughter called The Colonel's Secret, 11 Herbs and a Spicy Daughter, written by his daughter, who is centering herself for some reason. So not a whitewashing of uh, who this Colonel Sanders really was? Right. Or it will be a whitewashing, rather? <laughs> so the two two details that they really shouldn't leave out. The takeout wrote this up and pointed out like two two details that probably that they will downplay right. one of them. And that is that he was a racist and misogynist. He donated to George Wallace's campaign, cheated on his wives, like made fun of women's appearances, like openly in public. So they're going to have to cover that shit somehow. They're going to maybe be like show a part when he's younger and it seems like innocent. And they're like, yeah, he was kind of a kooky guy. You know? <laughs> right. And then just completely paper that over. Now, this part, I, I'm assuming they will not be downplaying. Uh, he shot a guy, the aforementioned rival gas station. The owner of that, Colonel Sanders, shot him. Was there a reason why you shot yeah. him? So Colonel Sanders was re- painting uh, advertisements for his shell station on the side of Barnes. The guy painted over that. Colonel Sanders went and confronted the guy. And the guy uh, killed one of Colonel Sanders's like employees from the Shell station who had come with him, and so Colonel Sanders shot back. So they had a full okay, so blown. Is shootout. it his fault? No, that like they're probably not going to play that one down. I'm just yeah. saying that's that's a that's a pretty wild detail that like yeah. I'm sure most people don't know. I mean, anybody who's done graffiti knows you cross someone's shit out. That's yeah. You it's will you will have to answer for that. Uh, typically, then you'll like like tag war over that shit if it's like between graffiti crews but when you said painted over like my old graffiti kid instincts went oh shit he painted over the shit they're like that's got some explaining to do that would be amazing if in the movie like the original sign like just looks exactly like a modern like graffiti artist <laughs> like the shell station sign <laughs> they're like wow look at that 3d detail and he's like i think that's a non-stop <laughs> the 
other so the the screenplay uh that is being optioned is called a finger licking good story the life of colonel sanders which sounds like it might as well be a piece of branded content so yeah that that doesn't make me hopeful also the screenwriter called it an incredible story of perseverance sure and faith um <laughs> that could go either way <laughs> that could, and probably not 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 in a great direction is you think the 11 herbs and spices is like a thing he's like praying like right. there's got to be a deus ex machina type moment right if if faith is going to be part of this where he's like god please what do i do and then like you know fucking a piece of someone's throwing a piece of chick i don't know i just feel like there's going to be some really dumb scene where it's like and that's where i got the idea for 11 herbs and spices because my bible flew open to this page right yeah i i don't know what like it could it could really go in either direction but my guess is not a great one because they're gonna also have to get kfc's sign off right that's true. But this I feel like this reminds me of like the that MJ documentary, you know, the Michael Jordan one where it's like right. really plays him up. And I'm you know, great basketball player and all that. But it's right. like, you know, he had he had some, some say too. in what he was gonna <laughs> leave in and what he was gonna leave out. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder how yeah, I wonder how much they'll leave in. I'm curious. They're like, Yeah, and uh he loved George Wallace and segregation forever. And I guess it won't necessarily be uh, authorized by KFC because, like, the founder certainly was not authorized by right. McDonald's, I'm guessing, right? Like, they weren't like, yeah. And if they do authorize it, then buckle your ass up for the biggest piece of fucking propaganda <laughs> yeah. you've ever seen. It'll probably just, like, stream on Tubi or something and won't, won't come out. But right. I don't know. It could be cool. All right. Well, we'll hold our breaths. Yeah, so do hold your breath until this comes out and is good because mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a world where it's not. Irene, such a pleasure having you as always. Thank uh, you for where can me. people find you and follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Irene underscore two. That's T U. I'm also on TikTok now, but hey. barely. It's Irene two comedy or um, just go to my website, Irene two dot com for live tour dates and shows. And please grab my album. Yeah, it's yeah. Called We're done now. Wherever you get albums, you can check my website if you need help. Yeah. And come see Yeah, me. and hit her with the uh, French Laundry. Oh, please yeah. hit me with the, the, the food reservations. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to Recommendation Reservation. You know. Yeah, hook it up. Oh, also, uh, like, tell people a little bit about the album. What's what's the what's the vibe? What are you talking about? How is it? You know, what what were you what were, what were you inspired by when you're making the album? Yeah, so it's my first album, so it's kind of like a compilation of uh, best of jokes from the last uh, ten years oof, of uh, me doing comedy, and uh, it. I feel like it's a good intro to kind of my point of view and how I see the world. But uh, you know, talk about being gay. Ooh, shocker! You couldn't tell from the audio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you had the video you'd be like we knew and then um there's a there's a joke that you mentioned where i talk about boring sex and there's one about um you know the apocalypse and stuff so it's like uh it's yeah. fun but also dark yeah, yeah. i love it it's, yeah it's, it's you're hitting all the notes in it i think that's what's great about it and yeah it, if, if you will laugh and fucking laugh out loud, there's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, if you if you like Larry David, you'll really like it, too, because I have been described <laughs> as a Larry David from a little little crotch crotchety, you know, mm. love to complain. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially the boring sex bit, I felt that come through. Yeah. Like, I don't need all this excitement. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> prefer a hands behind the back situation was my favorite oh, part. Okay. <laughs> uh, Irene, is there a tweet or some work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, yeah, I mean, but all of my friends are stand-up comics, so they always have funny tweets. But uh, I love uh, Amy Silverberg has uh, some very funny tweets. I mean, she tweeted one recently that said, uh, the biggest act of love you can do for your parents is to let them tell you the same pointless story over and over. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that made oh. me laugh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Act, act surprised. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah this uh huh. That that's what happened. Uh huh. Yep, heard the story twenty <laughs> times, but I'm just gonna keep pretending that that it's the first. Yeah, Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. You already know about Mad Boosties with Jack coming up talking about the NBA, uh, and then also Four Twenty Day Fiance, the other pod with Sophia Alexandra, where we talk about Ninety Day Fiance and Married at First Sight and all that trash reality that keeps us going um some tweets i like first one is at fried urethra um at fried urethra tweeted dudes at house parties this song was on tony hawk pro skater <laughs> uh another one is from uh ellis at ellis a tucci tweeted the weed we have today would have killed a 1930s trumpet player, which, <laughs> yes, facts, nail, absolutely. And then this one's actually interesting, and I, I, I bring it up because it feels like a. am curious to hear both of y'all's response to this. This is from Jamie Attenberg at Jamie Attenberg tweeted, okay, very serious question here. If you're a window person on an airplane, please explain to me why you like it. I am desperately an aisle person. I'm a window person. Oh, why would you be an aisle person? That's a terrible seat. Okay, okay, before you explain, I like to know, okay, I like that. Jack, what about you? Are you aisle or window? Uh, I'm usually, doesn't really, like, usually like now middle. I'm in the middle, yeah, because, well, it just, middle. like, it doesn't, like, I just, I get on the plane, because I'm always flying with, like, a five-year-old and a four-year-old, previously three. Those are his like, assistant, that's his assistant and manager. Yeah, I, I yeah. like to get them ready for the world, <laughs> so they, they're just working the whole time. Right. No, but it's, uh, it's a fucking nightmare. I'm about to oh. fly again, and it's, I, I dread it. Like, Is it, it a fight over the window? Do your kids fight over window? Uh, Not usually. Usually okay. they're just excited to be able to watch something on an iPad or something, but right, it's, for a I, guess, I guess when I had my brothers, I, I actually did prefer the, the aisle. Because you just easier access to get up, stroll around, okay. stretch my legs out. I have the bladder of like a statue. Like I've flown to Japan without peeing on the flight before. And Damn. I stay cocooned in my window seat because I will not be disturbed because nobody has to pass. No one has to transit my seat. Well, there you go. Yeah, that, that's that's the part with the window. It's like you can bother somebody else. Nobody's going to bother you. You're like, oh, I right. got to get up to pee. Then people have to get up. But nobody's asking you to move. Also, yeah. you yeah. can sleep. You can just lay your head on the window. Yeah. That's what you I got. You got a little lean. Yeah, I got a little yeah. lean. You got more. You don't have to worry about, like, you know, falling asleep on somebody else. And, like, right. And yeah, the windows most, better. The thing that wakes me up is, like, when you're in an aisle seat and you're asleep and somebody tries to gently wake you up and just, like, puts that hand on you. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck? You're like, okay, <laughs> yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. You got to pee. Go. Oh, no problem. No problem. And then I have to stay awake when they go to the bathroom because I'm pre I'm prepping for the return uh -huh. and I can't relax. Yeah. That's just me. And you can adjust the the shade if you want it open, if you want it closed. The window yeah. person's in charge. Exactly. You're, you're, you're a light crew. 
man. Leaving it open as the only person leaving it open is, is a real... That, uh, that's, that's a move. That's psycho. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, window is objectively better now that you guys describe it. I think the only thing... Like, but it does. it is revealing because I would much rather be bothered than bother other people. I right. had that's to, what people said too. I had to get up to use the bathroom with my child like conservatively 10 times in a like three hour span. Right. So windows. Yeah. And where it's at. like it would have yeah, yeah. where it's at. Aisles where it's at. Yeah. yeah that sucked. True. That might change, you know, and that's what it's interesting to see that maybe that will change me having children at some point. Who knows? Or I yeah, might yeah. just be like, we will, we learn to get bladder infections by holding in our pee because we <laughs> right. will not inconvenience I've people. done that before where I'm like, I do have to pee and then I don't want to bother the person next to me. And then I just like, hold it in and i'm like what am i doing this for yeah yeah like i'm getting a uti because i don't want to tap somebody in an <laughs> under armor hoodie yeah. to get up really quick but sometimes they're also like asleep like just hunched over like yeah. the, the tray table and then you'd have to like move them yeah. right 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 that's also yeah that's also a vibe. like i can also see like fuck i'm gonna have to just this person's like asleep like a rock but typically, they're pretty good spirited. I, they know they know what comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying from Anna Dresden. Very funny writer. SNL reductress. Cracked for like three months. She tweeted, My grandmother's spirit is always with me, watching over my shoulder as I dead-eyed open an incognito window to look up reviews of the conditioner I already brought. Uh, or I already bought. <laughs> Why you gotta go incognito with it? I don't know. You know, that's I like it's that. just their shame. <laughs> yeah. Although maybe it's because she suspects Amazon is like tracking and therefore is only going to but either way, it's just uh <laughs> Yeah, just the idea of like <laughs> the the death of the human soul, but your grandparents are like over your shoulder like, oh Jesus. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Uh, This is another track from the Rosalia album, Motomami. And this one is called... La Combi Versace. And it's a great, this album, it's just fun to listen to. She's right. doing her, you know, Becca, food producer, Becca and I were talking, like, look, she's doing a little reggae tone. We get it, you're from Spain, you're kind of switching it up. But the production on this is really good, and so they're singing, so let's check this one out. It's a good, you know, good one. Start your start your week off with. All right. Well, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or where. Ever you listen to your favorite shows, that's going to do it for us this morning. But we're back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. And we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.